And a good Saturday morning to you, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the Home and Appliance Radio Program right here on WJR. We're going to talk to you for one hour this morning from 6 till 7 about your major home appliances, washer, dryer, refrigerator, stove, dishwasher, microwave oven, garbage disposer, room air conditioner, dehumidifier, and even the humidifier that you've got on your furnace. We're going to take your phone calls, your questions, your comments, your complaints. We want to hear it all. And I say we, myself, Donald, Danielle, Dave, and we want to hear all of your conversation because everybody listening wants to hear you talking. So join us this morning and to find out how to do that, Pay close attention to the golden voice of Donald the Hammer Schuster. I have often walked down the street before, but the pavement always stayed beneath my feet before. All at once am I several stories high, knowing I'm on the street where you live. Huh? <laughs> That's cute. That is cute. Cute, if not good. All right. Good morning. We are happy to be here, and we are happy to invite your calls with your appliance repair questions. Maybe it's an appliance purchase question. You're thinking about buying an appliance. Want to talk it through before you do? We are here for you live on Saturday, September 18th at 6.08 a.m., and the phone number to call is 800 859 wjr So in all digits... That's 800-859-0957. Good time to call right now. 800-859-0957. Let's go to our first caller, Joe. She is in Livonia, has a question about buying a new dryer. This is Kathy. Good morning, Kathy. Thanks for calling. How may we help you? Good morning. Uh, yeah, my dryer board uh, blew when we had that brownout, um, and I need to purchase a new dryer. They said it's not worth it to fix it because it's $400 to fix it, so I'm just going to buy a new one. So I just want a recommendation on a, on a dryer. Well, let me first of all say, <clears throat> excuse me, that the appliance dealers, the stores that sell products, are in a very position they wish they weren't, and that's because there's no products being shipped or hardly any from the manufacturers. So I know a dealer who's got dozens and dozens of people who have paid for a product. They're waiting for a product. It just is not being shipped, and so everybody's angry. <clears throat> the service industry, the service industry is backed up. Two to three weeks for providing service to their customers. And that's how busy that industry is. Never been like this before in the history of major home appliances. So I'm going to say to you that if you can find a Speed Queen driver, a dryer, I need one bad for a certain person. And uh, let me know. But I think... If you shop the Whirlpool brand, it's a good dryer, always has been a good dryer. 
if you find a speed queen, more power to you. But I would say this to you, as I say it all the time, be careful what you buy, because there are products coming in from overseas countries that shouldn't be touching the home floors of any American home, but they're here in big numbers. So be careful what you buy, Kathy. And I remind you that uh, top-of-the-line products are tough to get, but don't be afraid to shop for a Whirlpool dryer. Do you recommend a store or just any, any store? Where do you live? Uh, Livonia. I actually went uh, to Home Depot. They said I couldn't get a dryer until uh, the middle of October if, I, if I bought one. <laughs> yeah. Now, go to, well, I'm going to recommend a store. Been there for a long time. Very good friends of the appliance doctor and very ethical store called Bill and Rod's Appliance on Middle Belt, right near Six Mile. Yep, I've been there before. Yeah, and uh, they've been around for a long time. And they're good, down-to-earth, good Christian people. Uh, they know how to run an appliance business. Okay. Okay. Thank you very much. You're Happy more than welcome. Thanks for calling. Take care. Thank you. Bye-bye. Joe, we've got a refrigerator that's not refrigerating. She's in Northville with her question. This is Elaine. Good morning, Elaine. Thanks for calling, and how may we help you? Well, we need a cold refrigerator. We uh, we have this refrigerator. It was a Maytag, bought in 1995, and All we right. have had it. We've moved here 16 years ago, and we inherited it, and it's in our basement, and we only use it. Oh, probably seven, eight times a year when we have lots of company or lots of food or something. Uh And um, it's 60 degrees, and it runs all the time. But but the refrigerator and the freezer are warm. (laughs) Well, let me me ask you or say something. Side by Uh, side. A refrigerator should be operating, should not go more than a couple of months without running. Ah. And well, because <laughs> we we're, we're guilty. All right, because remember that down the road, yeah. the ref- refrigerator should operate all the time, except maybe if you're going to leave it off and you're going on vacation for two, three weeks. But I always make the claim that refrigerators should not be unplugged and inoperative for a, a period of two months. Okay. Because what you do is you create a floating restriction. Now, I'm not going to get into the, all the technology involved here, but you create a, a floating restriction in a product because... A little bubble of air which turns to bacteria, which turns and grows inside the seal system of a refrigerator can stop it from cooling, such as has happened to you. Mm-hmm. Now, okay. go on out there shopping and watch what you buy. As I just finished saying to Kathy, there are products coming into this country that I'm totally against. Now, how they get through the marketing concept Well, it's only by hook and crook as far as I'm concerned. And watch what you buy. Buy something such as GE 
Whirlpool, Frigidaire, products that are made here in the United States or in Mexico, I might add. I'm very approving of people who make refrigerators in Mexico. The engineers are from the United States are right there on the assembly line. Well, okay. watch. So ours, watch. Is, ours is going to be history. Um, well, I can't say that for 100% without checking it out, but uh, yeah. okay. yours age has caught up to it as well. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yep. Okay. So it's GE, Whirlpool, or Frigidaire. The other one you gave. Frigidaire. Frigidaire. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Thank you so much. Elaine, I thank you for calling. I appreciate you that very okay. much. Okay, thank you. You take care. Bye. This is how we do it. We're up to full speed, 6.15 in the morning, and the next segment of the Home and Appliance Show is brought to you by ProTech Environmental. When it comes to radon remediation, in other words, if you've got radon in your home or you're selling it and you need somebody to put a radon remediation system in, Call the best there is in this country. Call ProTech Environmental. I've used them. Donald's used them. Trudy's used them. Several neighbors have used them. The phone number for ProTech is 888-MR-RADON. That's 888-677-2366. Well, we all agree Joe Gannon is the central person for this show, but you know who's important also? You, the listener. We need your calls. And we also want to acknowledge helping us out in the WJR control room this morning, Danielle Mason on audio and Dave Kingpin Rieger on phones. I'm happy to be helping out as well. I am Donald the Hammer Schuster. We're inviting your call with your appliance repair question at 800-859-0WJR. Any kind of an appliance question, buying it, Preparing it, trying to get it to work, give us a call. 800-859-0957. It's the Home and Appliance Show with consumer advocate and appliance doctor, Joe Gannon. We're coming right back on the great voice of the Great Lakes 760 WJR. We're here for you. The appliance doctor is in the house. Is our doctor in the house? You better believe it. And he's ready to take your appliance repair question, your appliance purchase question, phone number to call right now. 800-859-0WJR. 800-859-0957. 623 on this Saturday morning, and that makes it time for... In the years past, and I'm talking about many years... Dave Rieger was a producer for Glenn Hagee, America's Master Handyman, and learned a great deal about all the things that Glenn used to talk about. And he was very dedicated and listened closely. And for the last two years now, come October 1st, we'll have hit the two-year mark of this radio program called the Home and Appliance Show. Dave has listened and three or four times has repaired products, usually for his mother, who he takes good care of. And this that past week, he 
took care of his mother's ice maker on the refrigerator. So let's go back to Dave Rieger right here on the Home and Appliance Show and find out what Dave did for his mother. Dave? Yeah, you know, Joe, um, so my mom had always had an issue with her ice maker making too much ice in her GE profile refrigerator, two doors on top and the freezer on the bottom. And we could never figure out how to shut off the ice maker from making ice. And uh, usually back in the day, I know you had talked about there used to be a lever that you could turn on and uh, push up and down, and that would shut off the ice. Right. Well, with this, uh, I couldn't figure out what to do. There was a drawer where the ice was, and then there was a ledge that was over that where you could put stuff. But I couldn't find where you could turn off the ice maker. So I did some research uh, on GE's website and found out that I had to remove not only the shelf, you know, the, the tray for the ice, but the shelf up above. And then it, way in the back, there was a switch with a light. And you could just flip off the switch. The light was green. If the light was off, it wouldn't make the ice. And if the light was on, then it would make the ice. And with her refrigerator, which was about five years old, it still had the piece of packaging tape from when they from when they got it from the store so we had that's why I never could figure it out it's way in the back of all GE refrigerators some refrigerators don't have in the freezer part that ledge so some you are easier to find this switch but you can shut it off and apparently the ice there must be some type of device that's built into the ice maker that lets it know when it's made enough ice so it won't make any more but it was hard to pull the drawer out because it was full of the ice. So, so that's why, um, that's how you can shut off uh, the ice maker from making ice if you want in the GE refrigerators. So you found the problem and it originates back when the refrigerator was delivered and installed. Yeah. Somebody didn't remove a piece of tape. Well, not, I don't know if it was that they didn't remove the tape. I didn't know where that switch was. So the okay. tape was still there. So you remove the tape to, to be able to switch it off. But something tells me they don't want you to do that because why, would they, why else would they put a piece of tape over that switch? Maybe, they, maybe it's not recommended. I don't know. I haven't done enough research to figure that out yet. But, but you, uh, there you was a piece of tape it. there. Yeah, you, you did fix it. I showed it to her, and I said, if you want to turn off the ice maker, just flip the switch, and the light will go off, and it won't make ice. And then if you want more ice, flip the switch, and the, it'll make more ice. And, you know, i got to tell you a little story. This is a store. Uh, I've known them since 1970. I fell in love with the Hydloff family in Chelsea, Michigan, and I've loved them ever since. You know what they do, Dave, when they deliver a refrigerator? And they deliver many of them, let me tell you. They, dis, they disassemble the box at the warehouse. They take all the tape out of the machine. out of the, And that's a pain in the butt, if you know what I mean. Sure. Because it can take you over two hours to just uncrate your refrigerator. They do it all for you. And then they plug it in the night before they deliver it. Make the sure it night works. before. And they plug it in, and they let it run all night. So when they deliver it to your home, they're very careful. Uh, they don't scratch them or anything like that. And they deliver them to your home, and they put it in the kitchen beside the other one, pull it out, put it in the slot. And then all you have to do is take your food out, 
put it into the new refrigerator, which is already down to zero degrees. No one else that I know in the United States does that except for Hydloff Appliance. And if there's somebody out there that does this, well, that sure is a, a great clincher for gaining a new customer and keeping them. Dave, what a nice story. I'm so pleased you fixed it. And it's not the first time you fix something from the advice here. And uh, you just continue taking care of your mother like you do. And I'm very proud of you. I appreciate the advice, Joe. Thanks. Take care. We're coming up on 630. And the next segment of the Home and Appliance Show is presented to you by Dalton Environmental Cleaning. And Dalton Environmental Cleaning has been with me for years. 29 or 30 years they've been with me on radio. They've followed me everywhere I've been. And they do a terrific job of air duct cleaning in your home, dryer vent cleaning. They do it the way it's supposed to be done, to perfection. And I've never had a complaint about Dalton Environmental Air Duct Cleaning. Call 877-DALTONS. That's 877 877- Three two five eighty six sixty seven. When we come back, we're going to be going to Knoxville, Tennessee for a question that I got to tell you, I am personally really interested in hearing the answer to this question. So come on back. Join me in hearing the answer to this question that Terry will ask. We want to invite your question as well at 800-859-0WJR. It's 800 859 Nine five seven. I am your humble show co-host. I am Donald the Hammer Schuster. We're just moments away from the next segment of the longest-running appliance repair radio show in America, funneling it through the control room in the new center area of Midtown Detroit, the WJR Control Room in the Golden Tower, of the Fisher Building. It is the great voice of the Great Lakes. It's the Home and Appliance Show with consumer advocate and appliance doctor Joe Gannon on the station where Detroit comes to talk, 760 WJR. We are here, and we are here for you every Saturday morning, 6 a.m. to 7 a.m., and then every Sunday morning, 6 a.m. to 8 a.m. All right, that's the schedule you can count on. That means we got 25 minutes left in this morning's show with plenty of good programming coming up on WJR after that. And to tell us about it, Danielle Mason. Uh, Dave Rieger sitting in for Danielle Mason. Uh, coming up later today after the Home and Appliance Show, the car show from 7 to 8 a.m., and then two and a half hours of the Inside Outside guys live from Eastern Michigan distributors leading into MSU football down in South Beach versus Miami. And that's what's happening later on today on WJR. From the WJR substitute announcer desk, Dave Rieger. All right, I am really interested in hearing what you say about this one, Joe, because it occurs to me occasionally when I'm playing with the dial. From Knoxville, Tennessee, we've got a person on the phone named Terry, and Terry would like to know, should the setting when you're working with your AC thermostat, your air conditioning thermostat, should it be on fan or auto? Good morning, Terry. Thanks for calling. Morning. Thanks for doing what you do. I enjoy doing it. that That was the question. I, you know, I as a cheapskate think I need to leave the fan on auto just to save energy. And I have people tell me you should leave the AC fan on, on rather than auto. And 
The other thing is I wonder if you could be a little more specific about appliance brands to avoid. I don't mind being. Without getting into trouble. <laughs> well, I don't mind being. If I was going to be in trouble, I would have been in trouble a long time ago. I do right. not. I do not like products that come from China, Korea, Taiwan, and there's a few other countries there. I do not like the products that come from those countries. They're a big issue with service technicians. I know service technicians who wouldn't work. You can call for service, and they'll tell you, I'm sorry, I don't work on that product. And that's a big issue because there's so many different products out there, and we find that the products which look so beautiful, made by overseas manufacturers, they look so beautiful, they attract you to buy that product. It's all marketing, but... I classify these products as my favorite four-letter word, Terry, J-U-N-K. Now, I've answered that question just as direct as I can and from the heart and from some... I've been fixing appliances since 1959. I know what quality it is. And I'm not speaking on behalf of Joe Gannon here. I'm speaking on behalf of service technicians by the thousands across this country who feel the same way that I do. And why I'm not in problem, I'll even go a little further. Why I've never been sued, in other words, is not just my words you're listening to. It's the words of the service industry. And if I had to go to court and I brought a hundred service technicians with me, uh, I'm not I wouldn't be found guilty. Let's put it that way. <laughs> the, the other thing now, some people have homes like mine. I live in a condo. It's a beautiful condo. My darling Valerie, who just met her sister from Knoxville, Tennessee in Cincinnati this past week. They drove there and she drove from Knoxville. She drove from, Valerie drove from here. and They had three days of sewing machine or sewing conferences they had a great time she's back home last night and i'm so pleased to have her back here but anyways valerie has a sewing room upstairs in our condo and the temperature up there is 10 degrees warmer than it is in the living room so what does she do an hour or so before she goes up there to work and she spends hours up there i might add she turns the air conditioning fan to run constantly. And that's the only, and it's still too hot up there for her liking. And, oh, there's corrections to that if you want to spend the money. But I say leave your fan on auto unless you've got a cooling problem in a certain part of the house. And then make sure. Well, we, have an, we, have an up, we have an upstairs and downstairs and we have a gas gas heat we have an outside ac fan and condenser and i'm guessing the fan that goes on auto is the one that's in the the uh furnace the furnace unit that keeps running yes now the fan motor mm -hmm. operation is not much you might spend a dollar a day to have a little extra comfort okay 
But you would recommend normally just leave it on auto? Yes, sir. For energy savings and, you know, electricity, uh, leave it on auto. Okay? The other thing, do you recommend the same advice for freezers as refrigerators about leaving them unplugged? Yes. Yes, definitely. In the old days, in the old days, and I've got a, I've got a, 58 Philco downstairs in the garage. I've got a 61 uh, hot point. And those things had a compressor. You just couldn't damage them. They were that good. Well, today, those little mini compressors they put in those European refrigerators or whatever uh, aren't worth a pinch of prunes. Excuse the expression. (laughs) Got it. Thank you, Terry. Okay. All Take right, care. Thanks, thanks for calling. Thanks for yep. listening all the way in Knoxville. Take care. Yep. Take care. Bye. Bye-bye. We're going until 7 o'clock. Right now it's 642, and the next segment of the Home and Appliance Show is brought to you by Farmington Drugs and Medical Supplies. And I've been there quite often recently. And uh, Farmington Drugs and Medical Supplies, located on the corner of 8 Mile and Farmington Roads in Livonia, They'll sell you drugs, medicine, etc., at less prices than anyone else. And tell them you want the Joe Gannon discount when you go in there. They've got a 15% discount on anything in their store, and they've got free delivery all the way to Grand Rapids, Michigan. I'm telling you, they're the best drugstore I've ever dealt with. But again, it's the only drugstore I've ever dealt with. As age progresses, so do I. Farmington Drugs and Medical Supplies, call 248-478-3922. That's 248-478-3922. When we come back, and come back we will, we're going to be talking to John in Dearborn. We're going to be talking to Ron in Warren. And that's because they call us at the same number we invite you to call us at, 800 800- 8590 WJR 800 859 0957. I am Donald the Hammer Schuster. We're just moments away from the next and last and big segment of the Home and Appliance Show with consumer advocate and appliance doctor Joe Gannon on the radio station that is Detroit First, Detroit Always. News Talk 760 WJR. The phone number to call 800-859-0WJR. That's 800-859-0957. We're at the 18th of the month right now because we're here for you live on Saturday, September 18th, 648 in the morning. But that makes us just a couple of weeks away from the 1st of October and your next October newsletter. Joe, what's coming up ahead? Yes, I've got to start getting busy here this weekend on writing the newsletter, which I do at this time of the month. And I've got several subjects I'm going to talk about on that newsletter that are going to be of interest to our listening audience. And there's only one way you can get the newsletter, and you get it on your computer on the first of the month. They deliver it to you, and I'm enjoying doing it. We've got tons of people seven eight hundred people have already donated something like fifteen to twenty thousand dollars and i don't see the money it's not for me i don't touch it there's no way anything 
can be done illegal here. It's all for Spectrum Human Services, which takes care of 1,400 children in this state every day. So please pay close attention because Donald's going to tell you how you can receive the monthly newsletter. Well, you certainly let us know. It's a win-win situation. We get the benefit of your newsletter, and the donation for it goes to Spectrum Human Services. So if you'd like to sign up for the newsletter, a minimum $10 donation does it for an entire year. Donate more if you'd like. But $10 does it. Go to spectrumhuman.org. That's S-P-E-C-T-R-U-M, spectrumhuman.org. Well, Joe, if I've learned anything from you, I think this is one of the most common appliance repair problems out there from time to time to time. From Dearborn with a question about a burner that does not fully ignite. This is John. Good morning, John. Thanks for calling. And how may we help you? Oh, hello, Joe. Hi. Great. To, I really appreciate you being on the air. Thank you. Uh, I'm calling about a, a gas stove. But first of all, uh, one of the last things you were talking about had to do with, uh, uh, I guess, what you'd call a furnace, a furnace blower. Yes. And I, I just want to say um, that uh, leaving the furnace blower on all the time is extremely beneficial because you are continually filtering the air in your house. Right. And secondly, by the, 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 the one of the things that wears out the blower is by it switching on and off. And if you leave it on all the time, you're not going to wear out the switch. It's just blowing all the time. All right. Yeah. And uh, I've been doing this for years. And I've told other people, but anyway, uh, uh, I live by that. Uh, uh, I, I appreciate the, the continual filtration, and uh, I uh, the, the blower is just just runs continually, and it doesn't wear out because the switches are not being turned off and on. But anyway, my question: I have a very very old Roper stove it has four burners and one of the burners just will not totally ignite and i would like to know what you would say to do or not to do to clean that burner to get it to ignite totally all right, I'm going to give you the answer based on having done this thousand times. I'd go to a home, I'd fix the refrigerator, but the lady called and she wanted her refrigerator fixed and her stove fixed because the burner didn't light completely. Right. Now, I've got a dry sense of humor. I would fix the refrigerator. I would take my little clipboard and I put on top of the stove and I'd fill out the invoice for fixing the refrigerator and then when I was all done I'd say here's what you owe me ma'am and she'd say well, aren't you going to fix my stove and I'd say ma'am I just fixed it 
No, you didn't. I didn't see you fix it. <laughs> well, I had a straight pin. I went to the burner on the stove while I was writing and she went to the bathroom or whatever. And I take that straight pin. And if you look at the burner, you'll see where the flame comes out on top, right? Right. If you follow that little, I call it a little castle, a little tower, the burner assembly. Well, if you follow that and you look at the face of the burner, the hill, in other words, okay, right okay. on the front, you see three, five, maybe little, six little holes. They're very tiny. You take a straight pin and you put them in there. Those are the air holes. Air has to travel. You can't have fire without air. So air has to travel down a little tunnel to that and mix with the gas so that you get a flame. Right. So go, go and look for the little tiny holes I'm talking about. Take a straight pin, insert it in there just one time. You've just fixed your own stove. John, Okay, so, so you're saying uh, just an ordinary old straight pin. That's all. That's all you need. Okay, and that'll clean it out or open that'll, it up? That'll clean those little holes. You spilled something on there. Okay? Probably. Yeah, I know you did, John. I don't even <laughs> have to be there. You take care. Take care. Okay, Joe, thanks. Great, great You're advice. You're welcome. Thanks. And Marcy, if you're listening this morning, I want you to know we're putting in many callers in on the first hour that we can. We'll be back tomorrow morning, as Donald describes, from 6 to 8 a.m. Well, we've got four minutes to the top of the hour, four minutes to 7 o'clock. That should give us time for at least one more caller and make Marcy happy. From Warren with a 1957 refrigerator that's too cold, this is Ron. Hi, Ron. Thanks for calling. Good morning, Joe. This is uh, Ron, and thanks for taking my call. You're welcome. Uh, the reason why I called is that I have a GE Model TA342 refrigerator freezer on top, and it's a vintage 1961. Wow. It's been in operation con continuously since that period of time. Really? It's been working just fine. Compressor seems to work real well. It cools. In fact, it, it, it cools too much. If I set the control inside... To, uh, to a, a temperature that gives me the freezing range in the freezer. I also find out that it is a, a, a range in the, in the box itself, in the refrigerator part. Uh, it actually gives me uh, a freezing condition as well. So things freeze in, a, in the refrigerator. Okay. And it's, uh, the control is very sensitive. You get, instead of up around five when, it, yeah. when the unit was new, and, uh, and that would give you a, a good balance between refrigerator and the freezer. Yep. If I set it for five, everything freezes up solidly. I have to get down to about two or about a little bit less than two. And it's very sensitive of, uh, of straddling the, the range that gives me freezing in the refrigerator. And, uh, and, uh, and Okay, I'm going to stop you. I'm going to stop yeah, you okay. right there. Now... Remember this, that control is more sensitive than the refrigerator controls of today. They, they made controls the way they're supposed to make them back then. Now, it's also more sensitive to any air from the kitchen or room maybe getting into the product. So you need to check your door seals using the flashlight system. You know how to do that? 
Yes, I do. Okay, well, that's one thing you're going to do. Make sure you check the bottom edge of the refrigerator door. And you can see the top. They're not that big in those days. And take the control knob off, that big knob you have on the control. Yes. Take it off. Unplug the refrigerator. You'll see the control mounted with a couple of screws very gently now. It's got a capillary tube on it. You don't want to pull that out of there. But very gently take the two screws off that mount the control. Get yourself a can of spray, a can of contact cleaner at the hardware store. You'll see a little hole in the control. You can see a couple of little holes. Spray liberally in the control. Turning the knob back and forth, back and forth, four, five, six times. And then mount that control. Make sure you leave it unplugged for a half hour or so. And then turn it on. Do that. And I think, Ron, you'll take care of the whole problem all with a little can of spray. Thanks for the phone call, Ron. And thanks to all of you, ladies and gentlemen, for Thank you joining us. You're welcome. Thanks to all of you for joining us this morning. And for Donald the Hammer Schuster, we'll close the program this morning and remind you, we'll be back tomorrow morning, 6 a.m. Donald? Just a couple of uh, reminders here on how to stay connected with the Home and Appliance Show when we're not on the radio. One is that you can visit our webpage at wjr.com slash appliance. And when you're there, you can listen to past episodes of the show and see a list of our preferred partners at the wjr.com slash appliance. The other way to stay in touch is that you can email Joe Gannon, the appliance doctor, personally at his own personal email. You just need the address. And here it is. It's the first four letters of appliance followed by the first four letters of doctor at gmail.com. So it's A-P-P-L-D-O-C-T at gmail.com.